Sports journalism, an industry that has remained for decades an area of gender disparity, an industry so highly dominated by males and so heavily scrutinised towards females that it's one of the most gender divided businesses in the world. I spy a certain Wayne Rooney, everybody. Thanks ever so much for joining us. Listen, you're England's record goal scorer, 53 goals. But if you had to pick a favourite, what would it be? I think my first goal was always special to score for England, so to score as such a young lad was the most important one for me. My name is Emma Saunders. I am a sports broadcast journalist, mainly specialising within the world of football. At just 28 years old, Emma has bagged herself several successful gigs, from being the stadium announcer in Moscow for the 2018 World Cup, to landing a dream role on BBC and Radio 5 Live's presenting team for the Euros. Despite her success, there are still people out there who are constantly putting women like Emma down for simply doing their job. I have had like my fair share of people getting in touch and saying not particularly nice things. Often being a woman, it's around your appearance. I remember actually one that really sticks out to me is when I first did Match of the Day as like a live reporter. I was pitch side at Norwich City against Everton. It was like my big moment. I was in vision before the game. Gary Lineker had thrown to me. I was with Martin Keown and I actually nailed the piece. I was really happy with what I'd said and like how it had all come out and it all flowed really well. And then I had someone message me almost immediately after being like hi I've just seen you on the TV I thought you were great but can I ask you pregnant and I was like that was my big moment on TV and like all someone had to say is that they thought that my stomach must have looked larger and to be honest that's not even that abusive but it was really personal which I can deal with someone just calling me nasty names but it was like a backhanded compliment they said to me yeah like you did really well but can I just ask like are you pregnant like as a woman like a bloke would never obviously be asked that so you have to deal with things like that as well and I just think at the time I did take it quite personally because in my mind I was there as a journalist and I would really really nailed the journalism side of what I've been asked to do and all my training that's what you get trained up to do so I'd nailed the brief but I, I couldn't have really prepared myself for that and like what are you supposed to do I had to wear something comfortable that I felt comfortable in on TV that was being broadcast to millions of people I was never going to wear anything that particularly tight fitting it was 34 35 degrees and unfortunately yeah this guy got in touch and, oh my god do you know what was even worse it wasn't just on Twitter I had someone on Instagram message me separately as well and asked the same question and it was really hard but I just think the way I talk myself out of that one was listen you're there as a journalist and you did your job really well and that's all that you've trained to do so you can't control stuff like that that comes out of people's mouth and I never really engage with it. What doesn't kill you makes you My name is Eve Davidson I'm a sports journalism student at Birmingham City University. Yeah so I remember it was my first day of first year my first day of lectures I was so excited I was lost um, obviously <laughs> it was my first day I bumped into this guy actually and we was both lost and he was like are you lost I was like yeah are you I was like yeah he was like where are you going I was like oh I'm going to a sports journalism class and he was just like I was like where are you going and I, I can't remember what he said but um yeah so then he was like to me sports journalism and I was like yeah and he was just like you're not a guy and I said what like I was so offended I was I was like, what do you mean I'm not a guy? Like, why does that matter? He was just like, well, do you know everything about football? 
I was like, sports journalism isn't just based on football. I was so offended and it just made me think how small-minded and how male-dominated sports journalism actually is. And it was my first day and I just went to the lecture feeling so like, what have I done? Like, have I chosen the right course? Would this actually be for me? Would I actually make an impact and a difference in this industry? Because there isn't many female journalists out there. There's not enough. And I think going to that class, I kind of had a different mentality. I thought at the end of the class, I was more confident than I was walking in. So I think that guy that made me feel like absolute rubbish, who offended me and made me feel like I shouldn't be doing the course, actually really helped me and made me think that, yeah, I do want to make a difference in this industry. Regardless if it's male dominated, I do want to show females that, you know, there needs to be more of us that are doing this. My overarching advice is whenever I'm given any kind of abuse by anyone is I wouldn't go to this person for career advice. So why would I listen to their criticism? You know, Barry and Harrow, who's gone out of his way to tell me something about how I look on TV that day. I wouldn't go to him and ask, you know, which broadcasters I should be reaching out to or like whether my fee is correct for this job. Like I wouldn't be going to Barry for serious advice. So why would I take on board what he's got to say about the way I look? People wonder why us girls are so apprehensive about joining this industry. With women making up just 10% of sports journalists in the UK and almost all of them receiving hate on a daily basis, you can understand why. I spoke to sports editor at BBC Radio London, Pete Stevens, to gain an insight into the history of this gender divide. When you look back, I think it was in 1969, the very first female was allowed to be on the air with the BBC, which was a football match, Chelsea v Leicester, I think. So in the 52 years since that, women have made massive strides from that archaic situation that was around at that time. For some reason, there was such a bias against women the young broadcasters coming through and for young journalists coming through, it got quite embarrassing at one stage that all the national newspapers, the broadcasters had this almost stranglehold on who was publishing and who was broadcasting for the British public, that they would for almost 100% would have men involved. When women started to get involved there was such a prejudice against them like that oh they, they couldn't cover football they couldn't cover rugby they couldn't cover motor racing and even the predominantly women's sports like say women's tennis had a male commentator and perhaps an ex-female star as the summariser for them that was general right up until probably the 1980s Women who had the capability of presenting, reporting, commentating at the coalface of these really, really big sports and even some of the minority sports, you had to wait really until the 1990s. And then, not blow my own trumpet, but I was amongst a very small number of editors <laughs> that thought, well, this style, I've got women here were working for me that are as good in my eyes and as knowledgeable as men. And they'll never get the opportunity. Even my... Editors, you know, I would suggest it to them and they would say, no, no, the listeners won't want to hear a woman at a, uh, a football match, commentating on a football match. But I said, we're not going to find out until we try. And I believe X, Y, Z are as good as the other ones. So a few of us took quite a brave step to go against the perceived way of doing things, particularly in the BBC, and started putting women right in the front. 
So me and Eve are standing outside Aero Kick Gym in Digbeth and it's absolutely tipping it down. Although it looks like the sun is actually coming out a little bit for us, which is really, really nice. And uh, yeah, it's fair to say that this place holds very much a special place in Eve's heart. Aero Kick Gym holds, yes, indeed, a very special place in my heart. It was the first place I went to to do interviews to start my, well, to pursue my journalism career. It was an amazing experience. I interviewed five female boxers about inequality in boxing. Welcome back to my YouTube channel. I'm here today at WBC, which is Women's Boxing Club, held in Aero Kick Gym. This club was voted number one by Box Nation in 2016 and also won Club of the Year at the Birmingham Sports Awards in 2018. This club is filled with top class coaches. So come on, let's take a look. The future for women, I think the inroads they've made, they've already stamped their footprint on this situation. No longer can people say, they're not as good as men, which I used to hate. I used to say, what are you saying? You know, you're saying uh, virtually if someone had a toe missing, they weren't as good baking as someone with a full set of toes. You know, it was horrible. We're not just competing now with people that are going through the route we are. You've got all the ex-professionals and like, this is it. Alex Scott can say more things legitimately than I can because she's literally been out there and kicked a football, whereas I haven't. And that is something I suppose you just have to be accepting of. You can't fight it. Like, you've just got to play to your own strengths. And there will be other areas where you might be more skilled than, than that player. So this swings and roundabouts. But I think my overarching thing is there is room for everyone. It is a competitive industry, but there are so many opportunities out there. And actually, there's never been a better time.